Welcome to episode 77 on the Live Blissed Out podcast. Did you know that you can effectively reduce virus and contagion with practical electronics? Hello, action taker. Welcome to Live Blissed Out, a podcast where I have inspirational and informational conversations with business owners and subject matter experts to help you get the scoop on a variety of topics. Tired of hesitating or making decisions without having the big picture? Want to be in the know? Then this is the place to go. I'm your host, Marissa Houston, helping you achieve bliss through awareness and action. So let's get to it. Joining us is Scott Milne. He is the sole owner and operator of Rocky Mountain Efficiency Group. He is certified by three of the nation's leading authorities of building efficiency, BPI, ResNet, LEED, and was certified by NORMI, the National Association of Remediators and Mold Inspectors. Scott is the founder of the Denver Lodging Engineers Association, author of Win the War on COVID-19, and the inventor of the Elite Room Hotel Room Disinfection Product. To learn more, visit virusdepot.com. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Scott, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Marissa. It's a pleasure to be here. I am looking forward to the conversation we're going to have about COVID. In today's world, things have changed overnight. If we look back at this time last year, we would have never thought that we would be where we are today. COVID changed the way we live. What it's done is it's caused a lot of people to really evaluate how they keep clean, washing their hands, covering their face, how viruses are spread. And as a result, I don't know, to be honest, when people are going to start feeling safer again, when they're going to get to the point where they can say, I'm comfortable walking around without a mask when the regulations allow us to do that. And even then, they're hesitant because then they're thinking, well, how do I know somebody doesn't have germs that I don't want to pick up? There's a lot to be done on the back end, essentially, of our world and how people, for example, travel or do business so that they can feel confident that when they go out, that they're not going to be exposed to things that they are not comfortable being exposed to. Why is a facility consultant like you here to discuss virus defense? Facility consultants, ultimately, we solve problems. We improve the systems within uh, public buildings. Often it has to do with efficiency. I've been certified to test and resolve air quality issues, such as mold or odor, bacteria, air movement. And there's even such a thing called sick building syndrome. I supply and instruct facility operators. I teach them how to use advanced sanitation equipment that is known to kill harmful bacteria and virus that kills it on a molecular level. Now with COVID-19 here, I'm also determined to teach homeowners and business owners how to use these simple processes. We don't know what you know, and that is why it's really important to have the dialogue so that we can be educated and understand how this all works. Now, I know you wrote a book called Win the War on COVID-19. What motivated you to write that book? Exactly as you were just suggesting. People are interested in understanding how to protect themselves, but I was really quite frustrated. I could tell how tricky and contagious this airborne killer was, and I was not hearing anything in the media or in the facility maintenance world about killing this thing indoors with equipment. 
I wrote a blog article entitled 10 Important Things You Can Do to Survive a Pandemic. Man, it went viral. I've never seen anything like it. I knew that this was unique knowledge that I had, and it was important to others. So I put my efficiency business on hold. I submitted for a patent. I wrote a book. It's a great feeling to be able to help others. To be honest, I have not heard of a lot of people like you who specialize in disinfection and air quality. Why isn't this something we're hearing more about? Remember, the last crisis was 100 years ago. I often talk to retirement community owners and operators or hotel owners and operators. And yes, they need to knock out odors. But besides that, they're not asking about how to kill bacteria and virus. It hasn't been a problem for them. Now it's a new world that they're attempting to learn about quickly. We can apply the same standards as the FDA does when they uh, created the end list. The FDA has put out a list of products that they claim have killed other virus in the past. Well, there are four electronic means that are known to kill virus in the past. That's what I talk to business owners about, how to employ these methods and make sure they're working right in their facility. We know that there are purification techniques out there. I mean, right now, it's nothing new. Like, let's say you put a new air conditioning unit in your home. They offer, for example, UV light and HEPA filtration and all these other things that can be add-ons to your equipment that you have at home. And so that's not necessarily new, but there are a lot of new additions I've never heard of before. So can you share that with us? Let's start by describing uh, the foundation for each of these four technologies. Ultimately, we're using current to break apart common molecules. And the process is that they will reform as oxidizers. These oxidizers are capable of destroying single-cell predators, I call them. You might say we're messing with molecules or we're scrambling them. One well-known electronic method for doing exactly that is UVC light. It's been used for years to disinfect and make municipal water safer. I mean, 60 years. UV light is more practical than ever because of this new technology, the LED diode. UV spectrum will burn the wall of the bacteria and scramble molecules, and that creates oxidizers. UV light, however, really needs to be within two feet of the pathogen to be effective, and it can be harmful to skin or eyes if too close. That's why UV light is great for under cabinets or ceiling sconces. There's even new disinfection devices that use UV, like the UV wand or the UV desk lamp. I even bought a UV toothbrush holder. I love it. I've seen them around now everywhere and also the one with the UV for your phone and it allows you to charge and like they're just popping up everywhere now. Better yet, we now offer a UV, like a 50 styles makeup bag. So you could put in there your your keys, your phone, your mask, anything that's personal and in your hands and pocket can go into this makeup bag. It's rechargeable and it can fit whatever you might want to sanitize. I've recommended that hotel front desks greet their guests by asking them if they would like to sanitize their personal things first. Well, you've got 90 seconds that you're at the front desk. Go ahead and put your things in this UV bag that you've never seen before, and we'll give them a blast while you get registered here at our hotel. And we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the new technologies that we can expect to start to see happen given the fact that we're living in a new world, so people are going to demand more sanitary practices. I've heard of negative ionization. How does that help with viruses? Well, negative ionization is the second technology that kind of messes with the charge or the ionization within the room. Many people ask if HEPA filtration is the answer. And HEPA filtration is important, and it cleans the air of allergens, but virus is very, very small. 
It's so small that HEPA filtration doesn't exactly do the trick. So we use an electronic means to make allergens land. Allergens are things like skin cells and dust mite fecal matter and dust mite dander. And those things are 10 to 20 times larger than a virus. But a virus can hitch a ride on those things and then be breathed in. You know when you crack the blind and you see all those things floating in the room there and you ask yourself, is that really everywhere? And the answer is, yeah, those things don't have any weight. Gravity doesn't affect them. As a matter of fact, as they try to land, there's a small, minute electronic charge that repels them. Everything in the room has uh, got this small positive electronic charge, including the desk and your sweater and the chair and the floor. But when we reverse it and we add negative ionization to the room, completely unnoticeable, it will help all of those allergens, including virus, to land and clear the airspace. It's very important. It doesn't kill virus, but it helps it get out of the air. I've also heard of ozone disinfection. How does that work? Well, ozone is an important oxidizer. And there's been a lot of misconception about ozone. You see, ozone is also a low-level pollutant. It comes from exhaust pipes. It's also the thing that kind of surrounds the planet and protects us from the harmful rays of the sun. So ozone is O3. It's really just three oxygen molecules. You can't get any more natural than that. So when I tell people we scramble molecules and bring them back as a powerful oxidizer that can kill harmful bacteria and virus, ozone is one of them. And it's the easiest to make, but it comes with an EPA warning. They don't really want people to linger in ozone for long periods of time, extended periods like six or eight hours, high levels of ozone. But no one would really ever do that because ozone has an odor at a medium level. You can tell that you're in a space that's being flooded with ozone. So we use ozone when people are not around. It's perfect to uh, sanitize a bowling alley after hours or a restaurant or a bar, health club before people get there or after people get there. And some health clubs, for instance, uh, will even use low levels of ozone to add some sanitation when people are in that space. But because of the EPA warning, it's easiest to tell people that we use ozone when folks are not around, but we use photocatalytic oxidation when people are around. And that's the fourth, probably the most important method. With the way things are today, one of the industries that really has been impacted quite a bit is travel. People are not traveling for, first of all, fear. There's a lot of fear that's taking place right now. But at the same time, we're being told to stay home and refrain from travel as much as possible until we can get a better grip on what is going on with this virus that we're trying to understand and deal with. How do we make travel safer in the future? In my opinion, in order to make travel safer, the industry has to understand and embrace this last method that I had mentioned. Ozone is important to help purify planes when people aren't in there. But photocatalytic oxidation will help people in hotel rooms and airplanes, airports, and restaurants when those spaces are occupied. I'll give you a little further definition of this one because this one's important. Photocatalytic oxidation, we call it PCO because it's a big word. (laughs) And this process, what it does is it makes these hydroxyl radicals. Another big word. One of the most important hydroxyl radicals is H2O2. Now, you can imagine how we take moisture molecules out of the air, how we take oxygen molecules out of the air, and we have the hydrogen we need, and we have plenty of the O's we need, and we can make H2O2. You know what this is. This is in your medicine cabinet. You put this on a cut, and it will bubble up when it finds bacteria. So H2O2 is a common liquid. Frankly, building engineers are spraying it around schools and things because they're trying to tackle virus 
the best way they know how. So photocatalytic oxidation makes hydrogen peroxide. It's one of the elements and it's invisible and it's on the molecular level and no one knows it's in the room, but it's in the room killing and sanitizing. And that's how we're going to make travel safer because there are now personal air devices that can help. You can wear one around your neck, for instance, that puts out a bit of a breeze of ions. And this breeze can repel virus from your face, makes a mask more effective. You can add disinfection to a hotel room. A small device plugs right into the wall, the size of your fist, and it'll put out a little bit of ozone before you enter the hotel room or as you're in there. People, if they understood that They found live virus on the cruise ship 17 days after evacuation. People then get the idea of how important hotel room sanitation is. I mean, there was likely a person in there one or two days ago. And we have to make sure that any contagion from them is not going to apply to you. The patent I've created is a hotel guest room upgrade. It's called the Elite Room. I asked myself the question, what would make people feel as safe in that guest room as their own home? And the answer kind of is easy once you understand these practices. It's a 10-step protection and disinfection regimen, but it includes luxury upgrades as well as real disinfection. It includes an ozone treatment, and then we fog with a natural botanical disinfectant. And then we have in there an advanced air purifier that uses negative ionization and UV. The bedding is also fully encased with hypoallergenic insect protection bedding. And the amenities of PACT includes natural cosmetics, PPE, and a quality satin sleep mask. The shower head has an amazing stream of water. It actually removes the chlorine and it adds essential oils and a delightful aroma. The room has relaxed LED lighting, dawn simulation alarm clock, and a seal on the door to prove that the room is actually ready and sanitized just for you. More on virus defense when we return. What turns tap water plus a capsule of salt, water, and vinegar into a gentle cleaner and disinfectant that is EPA-approved against COVID-19 and kills 99.9% of germs, Force of Nature Cleaner does. I love using it so much that I partnered with them as a brand ambassador to share my discovery with you. To learn more about this product and their 100% happiness guarantee, click on my affiliate link in the show notes or website to access your promo code Let Force of Nature know I sent you and help support the show. That's true. The Elite Room includes even a a front desk UV lamp. So when you walk into that hotel, you may notice purple light. Something's different. It's happening here. They're sanitizing even before I get to the front desk. There's a lot of activity at that front desk. The room cards, the keys, the pen, the, the signature, the keyboard of the staff. I mean, everything on the front desk really needs to be sanitized. The UV desk lamp can help do that. When you go to a store, for example, I notice that when you walk up to the counter to pay for what it is you're getting, they have little spray bottles right now. And after they do a transaction with one customer, you have to wait in line until they spray everything, wipe everything down, and then they say, okay, I'm ready, come forward. And these cashiers are doing this over and over all day long. So how nice would it be to have some equipment that would make that process much easier for them as well? True, Marissa. However, what you notice happening at the hotel actually has a name. It's called cleanliness theater, and it's important. I recommend layering on these technologies. Don't just add a desk lamp and think, you know, that's going to be it. Layer them on. And this cleaning you see done in front of you is being done on purpose. 
So people can feel assured in that establishment. Literally, the hotel housekeeping is not in the rooms as much anymore. People don't want them in the room between, like, if they're staying there for two or three nights, but they purposely bring the housekeeping into the lobby when they know people will be there. And they just say, clean anything, start cleaning. People need to see you cleaning. It's almost a marketing thing, right? To make people feel like something's always happening and that the place is being kept up and clean for them at all times. Cleanliness theater. Yes, that's right. All businesses need to take a lesson from that. I'm looking at two things right now, Scott, when it comes to travel and when it comes to business. So with travel, the two main things we all think about are always the plane, because chances are we're going to go on a plane to get to where we need to go. And then there's the hotel. And you talked a little bit about that. So it looks like there are these technologies then that can be implemented. And I would assume that the airline or the hotel that incorporates these practices are probably going to get booked more and make people feel safer and want to do business with them than the ones that don't. Well, you would certainly think so. Uh, people need to train themselves to seek out, to look for, and to be able to spot businesses that are doing it better. You will be safer in businesses that are doing it better. To get back to travel for just a second, South Korea has installed a, a quarter million of these photocatalytic oxidation cells in the ductwork of their important buildings. Have you noticed the success rate South Korea is having with this virus? Quarter million PCO cells might be helping. Airplanes, they've started to research and some of them are even starting to buy photocatalytic oxidation cells for their ventilation systems in the airplane. The ones that are, will they let the customers know what they're doing? Will they advertise this boldly? And let the customers know our planes are safer. We've invested $2 million in this technology you've probably never heard of. We've installed it. Come fly with blank. I mean, they've got to not only install it, they've got to tell their customers they're dying to travel again what they're doing. That's why I hope the Elite Room will work. The hotels will boldly advertise that they have a solution for anyone that's concerned. The Elite Room is an upgrade, and it's paid for at the front desk. And, you know, Scott, it's competition, right? You've got one business that's offering something extra that the other isn't. Then it helps that business gain more trust and bring in more clients. Let me give you an example of what you just described there. Restaurants. Restaurants are tight right now. They're suffering. They don't know how to handle this. Many of them do not have the capabilities of just creating outdoor space. If you're one of five restaurants on Main Street in your town, people wander around again and venture out, begin to use restaurants again. If you're the one restaurant that hasn't figured out touchless fixtures for your bathroom and the other restaurants have, people are going to feel icky coming into your restaurant because they'll likely use that bathroom and they'll have to touch the door, the toilet, the sink, the soap and the towels, and then the door again to get out of there. When another restaurant down the street or all the other restaurants down the street, you don't have to touch a thing to go through the bathroom experience. There's door openers, there's flushing toilets, there's automatic sinks, automatic soaps, and hand dryers that actually put out a plasma that kills bacteria on your hands. You can do that, and restaurants should. All businesses and all buildings should. You're going to see Touchless come and develop in a big way. So this is basically the future, and I don't see an end in sight in the sense that 
it's something that we ignored for a very long time because it wasn't anything anybody was truly concerned about. And now that we've had this experience with COVID, I think that now it's more of a necessity. Yeah. I mean, people are already making important decisions about virus evasion or avoidance, and they'll continue to make those decisions, I think, into the future for some time. They'll get better at it. You know, they'll begin to spot businesses that are doing it better, and they'll change from one health club to another because one health club has installed these windows that open all the way, like garage doors. And they've got a few pieces of equipment there. And as you walk into the health club, they've got this thing on the door where you put your palm up and it tells you what your temperature is for free. And then it squirts a little hand sanitizer into your palm. These are inexpensive, affordable, practical devices and pieces of equipment that nobody's ever seen before. But they know that this business has seen it and is getting it right. And I feel a little more protected because of the money they've spent within this health club. I'm going to make the change. Yeah. So this is essentially something that businesses are going to start to implement just because they know that that is what their customers are going to demand. Essentially, if anybody's going to start venturing out and feeling comfortable, they need to see that some steps have been taken to make them feel safer. Imagine the decisions that the cruise ship owners are trying to make right now. Just do we do nothing and hope that this goes away and people forget? Or do we modify our ships entirely to bring protection to the room, to bring less buffet interaction, to make people travel around the ship in a different direction so there's not so much commingling and and we're going to try to figure out how to social distance people a little bit more. Wow. Try to think about what you'd have to do to bring that industry back. I've got ideas in mind, but they're going to have to do them all. They're going to have to layer it on and then prove to the public what they've done. It's a different time now, Scott. Gone are the days where we didn't even have enough time between disembarking in an airplane and getting new passengers in and being able to clean appropriately it would almost be just a little wipe down and then off you go. And now everything has to be well thought out. The entire process has changed completely. We're dealing with a virus that we've never dealt with before. And now this is one of many viruses out there. There are many others the common person doesn't know about, obviously, in the health world doctors and professionals, they know about all the things that are potentially out there, but the common person just wants to go ahead and live their lives and not worry about these things. And now it's really been pushed to the forefront. And because of that, now the public is going to demand it, is going to expect that the businesses are going to take that extra step to make them feel safer about going out. I do believe that. And also the government is going to help contribute towards ventilation improvements. I believe they're describing UV inside of the ductwork and plenum of large facilities. That would also include the photocatalytic oxidation cell inside the ductwork of large facilities. I would imagine that a lot of these enhancements are going to take place both in businesses, office buildings, public places, and even homes. We can expect to see a lot of changes coming down the pike with all these developments that are going to happen because of this experience. Although ventilation improvements seem intimidating to homeowners and expensive, bringing in technicians into your home, I don't want them to think they have to do that because there's a simple device in the markets, actually several of them, manufactured by different manufacturers. And 
they put out negative ionization, photocatalytic oxidation, and ozone if you want it. So there are home-based devices, and they're a little more costly than your cheapo air purifier. But this is protection that will be in your home for decades. And it's as big as a bread box. So they're not that expensive. And you can bring these technologies into your own home for protection for your family. How can listeners learn more about what these products are, what you offer, how to get a hold of you? Tell us how we can get more information, Scott. Thank you for asking about uh, how your listeners are able to find my book or find me. They can find the book on Amazon or if they want to save $2 and get a signed copy, they can get that from my website at virusdepot.com. You're also able to find a, a rather complete collection of the advanced purification and sanitation technology that we talked about and described today. And if your listeners would like to get a copy of that virtual list, the 10 most important things you can do to survive a pandemic, just drop a note in the contact section and I will send it right over. If they mention your name on virusdepot.com, I'll give them a 15-minute consultation on protection strategy for their home or business. Be happy to. Thank you so much for giving us all this information about what's coming down the pike, some of the things that we can do, what's already available, and just helping us understand the technology that's already out there or things that are going to be implemented to help make our confidence in going out into the world again the way it used to be or maybe even better. Clean, pure air is a good thing, whether there's a virus around or not. The flu bug and some other strains of nasty things are out there. We just didn't pay as much attention to them. Businesses have to remain competitive, especially in a marketplace like this. This is the one way they can gain a competitive advantage. Thank you, Marissa. I appreciate you having me. What are your thoughts on virus protection for COVID-19? Send us a tweet at LBO Podcast. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Scott Milne for joining us on the show. If you have a question or comment for a future episode, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com forward slash LBOVM or click the link in the show notes to leave a brief audio message. If you find value in our show, please visit liveblissedout.com to reach out, subscribe, and share on social media. This show is made possible through listeners like you. Thank you. So long for now, and remember to keep moving forward. 